Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Twitch Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. You know, you can't win them all. I'm not that distressed about this one. I see some comments in the uh, in the chat here, like "Thanks for showing up, Bill." On like the Flyers, I mean, they lost by a goal to a pretty good Pittsburgh team. Um, you know, they're three and two against Pittsburgh this year. That comeback the other night, you know, Pittsburgh's gonna want to, you know, get back at them for that one. I, I don't have a ton to say about this one. It's a Saturday afternoon hockey game. They're in the midst of a long schedule. I can't get too crazy. Um, I can't get too crazy about each individual loss. Could they have played better today? Obviously. Uh, you know, the penalty kill remains an issue. They really got to figure something out with this and get it back to close to what it was last year. Um, I don't, I don't know. Really, it's the games they've lost to Pittsburgh, the two games, special teams have been the story. Uh, they have to figure out, uh, I guess, you know, they have, I, I don't know. They have to figure out how to get that penalty kill back to what it was last year. Um, people talking about the different ice time. It's like Hayes, too much ice time. G, not enough. Hayes was fine. Drew's the third line center right now. That's just how it goes. When you're going to be mixing and matching the way they are right now, the lineup's never going to be perfect. Not in these circumstances. Uh, you have late scratches. You have people coming back. You have people going out. So I don't really, um, I can't get on the coach too much about distribution of ice time in any individual game because like Michael Roffle doesn't get out he has like six minutes of ice time today so you're whether it's because he's hurt or because the coach just didn't feel like playing him whatever it is like you're just in a bad situation because of the schedule because of what's going on in the world and I understand that Flyers have been pretty good this year it sucks they couldn't squeeze a point out of this one um would have liked to see them be able to force overtime after they give up after they give up the lead late uh, you know, you want all the points you can. You don't want uh, regulation losses. And obviously, it's fucking Pittsburgh. You never want to lose to them. Because they're your biggest rival still, no matter no matter what's going on with Boston. No matter who's good, who isn't. Pittsburgh's your geographical rival. They just don't like each other. And it sucks losing to them. I, I just see this quote now because I didn't put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Uh, AV following Philly-Pittsburgh, we were right there, two teams with the same schedule, a little sloppiness from both sides, it's, uh, it's going to be a fine line one way or another between wins and losses, I guess is the rest of that quote, or, yeah, I, that's pretty much what I saw today, it's a one-goal game, 
nothing too much to complain about. Uh, like like the coach says there, some sloppiness, absolutely. They need to cut down on the turnovers. We've been saying that all year. Uh, they did a really good job with it the other night. I think they only were credited with one giveaway. Uh, so that, you know. But to me, it's about special teams. Figure out the fucking penalty kill. That's really it. All right, let's get to your comments. Honestly thought they played a great game, uh, but as always, the special teams is just a fucking shitstorm. I don't know if they were great. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know if I'd label this one great. Like, the last 56 minutes of the last game, that was pretty close to great. They've played great at points this year. I thought they played fine today. Uh, they, they played well enough to win and just didn't. Uh, but yeah, the special teams are... A continuing concern for this team, whether it's the power play not scoring or, and they get the, I guess the Hayes goal was at the end of a power play, but they get a lot of opportunities on the power play early. You need to cash in on those. Uh, that's what these Philly Pittsburgh games so often come down to power play and penalty kill. They have for like the last 15 years. It's been so much about that. Uh, they really need to get that going at some point. They need to figure out both ends of the special teams because that's what's, that's what that's what has caused the two losses in my mind. The two losses they've had to Pittsburgh this week, that's what's caused it. Bill, Pittsburgh isn't that good. Look at how bad some of their bottom six is. Isn't it a bunch of random guys from NCAA that barely do anything? Flyers are much deeper and should score much more. And, you know, it's, it's a game. Like, yeah, they're better than Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh's pretty good. They're not one of the bottom three teams. They're a decent team. No one's going undefeated in this in this season. Like... I, I'm not getting too upset about a single loss. I, you know, it's a loss. They happen. Uh, I thought they played fine today. They could have played better. Again, special teams. I spent $600 for tickets to tomorrow's game. If they play like they did in the third, I'm jumping off the Ben Franklin Bridge. I don't know why you do that if that's your mindset. Like, you, you realize that's like, that's sports. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. Like... If you're not willing to make that investment, ah, that's silly to me. I wish people would stop thinking Pittsburgh is an awful team. Yeah, they're not awful. Like, they're not great. I don't expect them to be in, like, a Final Four. I think in a seven-game series, the Flyers would win it, and probably in five or six. Um, I, they're okay. They're fine. They have some good top-end talent. They have some decent players. Uh, they're, uh, they're not special. No, they're absolutely not a special team. And the Flyers special team if the special teams was better they'd be undefeated against them this year um but it's not and that's a concern that's like that's what I'm, it's not this game it's about what to take from this game forward and what i'm taking from this game forward is they still do not have the penalty kill figured out and the power play could be a shit ton better too I think this loss exposes our lack of depth on defense. Myers out, and we noticeably miss him. He wasn't great, but better than Prosser, Braun, etc. I mean, we already know this team's weakness is, is on the blue line. Uh, Myers hasn't been all that great. I don't know if that's, like, I didn't, I didn't think we noticeably missed him today. I thought, yeah, obviously the team is better with Myers in there than Nate Prosser, but I just think, like, they gave up four goals. They scored three. It was just kind of... Just kind of a typical one-goal loss. They didn't play great. They didn't play bad. It was just middle of the road, and sometimes that's good enough to win. It wasn't today. I just, I don't have a ton of takeaways from this one. I really don't. Um, special teams has to be better. It's like the 12th time I've said it already. Defense passing puck out of the zone was bad today. Unusually bad from Sanheim. Uh, but Ghost and Lawton looked good. Yeah, you know, 
Ghost, as long as he's producing, is fine. He's going to have his missteps on defense. Did notice a couple good defensive plays from him today. Um, yeah, and TK looked pretty engaged today, which was encouraging. His snipe was filthy. It was, and TK just has to get back to producing. If TK gets back to being what he is, Farabee continues on his stretch. Um, they figure out something with the third line. I kind of like what they're doing with Giroux and Limblom on that third line, but everything's in flux right now because so many guys have are just on different schedules. They just have uh, the chemistry just isn't there, and we're seeing it uh, with the with the mismatched line combinations. And then of course someone goes out with an injury, someone's a late scratch, and suddenly everybody's uh, everybody's moved around and. It's just tough to, to operate that way. No excuses. They lost today. They're better than Pittsburgh. They should win. But it's just not something I'm going to throw my hands up in the air about and be like, this goddamn team. Like, yeah, they're fir- the, the first of these three that they lost, a lot to point to in that one. Like, first four minutes of the last game, you can go, man, they can't start games like this. Even though they came back, they cannot do this to themselves and put themselves in that type of hole. This one, it's just like... Score on the power play, don't give up a penalty kill goal, and boom, problem solved. Flyers scored on a 2-on-0, so that's a positive. That was one thing I was thinking, like, um, it just seems like Pittsburgh, when they get the puck, has so much more time and space in the offensive zone sometimes than the Flyers. Like, they're so good at keeping their feet moving and creating space for themselves, and the Flyers just tend to get so bunched up and stay stationary. But of course, like today's game, there's a like a three pass two on zero down low with no Penguins around. So it's uh, it you know it happens all it happens to a lot of teams or not a lot. That's not what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> Weird things like that happen. But I will say I think it's more um, it's just more uh, it happens far more often with the Penguins. Uh, they just seem to be able to move their feet and everybody. Uh, move around, create space for themselves, get open looks where the Flyers have so many shots blocked. We've talked about it all year, getting so many of their shots blocked, so many of their shots missed because they don't create that space for themselves. Uh, It just looks like every time Pittsburgh has the puck, it looks like an odd man rush. And it's like, nope, it's 5-on-5 in the offensive zone for them, and they're just able to, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it if I'm ex- if I'm doing a good job of explaining it. I feel like I'm talking in circles right now, but it, that is one thing I noticed today, and it's something Pittsburgh's always done well is keep the puck moving uh, and have you know guys switching positions, uh, moving around, creating space for themselves. It's just not a not what I saw from the Flyers late today, especially when they were trying to get a shot, trying to get the game tied. It still seemed like they were far too stationary. Not blaming Moose, but I would have started Carter Hart, your number one goalie in a game you must win. I mean, why was today a must win? Why is today more of a must win than tomorrow? What's bigger about today's game than tomorrow's game? I, I, you know, Carter Hart goes tomorrow against Washington and they win. So, okay, they got two out of four points this weekend. Like, first five games of this 40-game stretch, they had an 800 points percentage. I'm not stressing about this one. Uh, and the goalies are going to get split up. The goalies are going to get split up. It's it's going to be an every-other-day sort of thing because they're playing every other day or worse. Like, it's every other day or back-to-backs. They don't have two days off in a row until April. Like, this is... It's going to be a tandem. It's going to be an even split. I don't see the difference between starting one today, one tomorrow. I don't get it. 
I miss that Flyer team we had before COVID hit. Right before the COVID break, I thought they were starting to figure it out. Like, they had a couple of losses against Boston, but overall I thought they played well in those games. And then the Washington game where they just fucking put it on them, uh, 7-3 or whatever it was. Like, I really thought that the team was starting to figure it out, and they're still playing well. I mean, they're winning a majority of their games still. Again, first five games of this 40-game stretch... um, they have an 800 points percentage. There was 21 games. I miscounted. I said the other night they had 20 games in between uh, meetings with Boston. It's actually 21. I broke it up in the intervals of five. Of course, the last one has six because I miscounted. Uh, <laughs> and they get eight out of ten points in those first five. This is the start of the second five. They're 0 for 2, but they have a chance again tomorrow to go. So it's... Man, it's just going to be a long it's going to be a long couple of days if we take every loss like oh my god what did they do tonight. Uh it, it it's going to be a long freaking time. The Flyers power play, yikes. Hey Bill, can the Flyers summon the energy for the Caps tomorrow? How many games how many games would you give Wilson? Um yeah, I mean, they're going to have to. I think it helps that they have more than 24 hours between games, uh, as, as dumb as it sounds. Like, yeah, they did look they did look uh, exhausted at the end of the game today, and I think it's it's helpful that the game's at 7 and not in the afternoon tomorrow. Remember last last weekend they played a 1 and a 3 o'clock, I think, or a 3 and a 1? I don't remember. Uh, but I think it helps that they have more than 24 hours to recover between games. Um I, not a ton of time, like, you know, it's 27 or 28 hours or whatever the hell it is, it's 4 o'clock now, um, 27-something hours, but I, I do think it's important, and, mm, excuse me, and I think we could see lineup changes tomorrow, not because anyone played particularly terrible today, but just because they are going to need to work guys in and out of the lineup with this schedule, again, 40 games in 71 days. This is like game six of that stretch or something, or game... I don't remember. I have two different schedules in my head that I've split up into different. But they're in the midst of a stretch of 40 games in 71 days. They have to work guys in and out of this lineup. And could we see guys we want to play sit? Could we see guys who play who we want to see sit? Yeah, those things are going to happen. Uh, it, it, it might just be on a game-by-game basis, and I encourage everyone not to get too crazy about it, especially now, like, maybe Michael Raffle's injured, Phil Myers, who knows if he can go tomorrow, so you're already dealing with that. Um, uh, it's it's going to be a process for these coaches. They have a lot to deal with this season, uh, just in terms of determining the lineup, figuring out which goalie can go, who to bring in and out of a lineup, who could use some rest. So I think it's... Uh, Tomorrow could be our first look at how do they handle how do they handle this freaking schedule. I have no issue with Moose starting today. Steady. Yeah, and like Moose was fine. He's the goalies are the goalies. I didn't think any of the goals were egregious against him. Um I, you know, score more. Don't take penalties. Kill some penalties. Score on more power plays. That's how you're going to win these games. These games with Pittsburgh rarely come down to goaltending. And that's like, Marc-Andre Fleury is so bad. Like, you know, and that was 10 years ago. I'm just saying, like, these these games rarely come down to goaltending. It's like, which was less bad? Because they, they put it on each other. They do. Like, look at the scores of these games. These teams put numbers on each other. And it's kind of just going to be who outscores the other. 
my advice would be take advantage of your power plays. Don't take so many penalties or learn how to kill a fucking penalty because that apparently is the hardest thing in the world for this team now after being so good at it last year. Suddenly the penalty kill sucks again and it's hurting them. And that hurts me. Because, man, penalty kill, I realize the teams are really good. And power plays are just built to score. Every team has a ton of skill. Even teams, you look at Pittsburgh, you're like, well, who do they even have outside of Crosby and Gensel and Malk? Every team has a ton of skill. Like, look at what Scott Lawton could do in in a shootout or something. Like, give guys time and space and they can score. I understand power plays are good. But goddamn, like, so much of penalty killing is just effort. And there's more to it than effort. But so much of it is effort. Like, if you see a guy alone in front, go knock him down on his ass, please. Like, don't just let him stand. It's just so many little things that um, can help a penalty kill. Moose was okay. Yeah, he was fine. I don't... I'm not gonna... Like, the goal... Who starts, who doesn't... Unless someone starts, like, three games in a row, which seems insane to me, unless someone gets hurt and suddenly Alex Lyon is the backup. With this schedule, I can't get nuts about which goalie starts, because guess what? The other one's gonna be starting next. Not stressed, but this was a disappointing series overall. Really, it's just the... It was the first game. The first game, how poorly they played, and it was just a small stretch of that game, and those small stretches have hurt them. In, uh, in different instances this year. Uh, obviously, they come back from the 3-0 deficit the other night, but it's just like these little lapses they have where everything just turns to shit so fast. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't... I'm not encouraged by the three-game set against Pittsburgh. I just kind of think it is what it is, and I hate using stupid cliches like that, but fuck, man, they're going to play a lot of games in a short period of time. I can't get too nuts about any one game. Um they get to overtime today, I'm like, cool, good job. You know, if they just tie this thing up and get a point, I'm like, not happy, but I'm like, I'm not as upset. If they just are able to get one point today and, you know, that's that comes down to one goal, one power play goal, one, one redirected shot, um, it's, I'm just not getting too nuts. But yeah, no, this was a disappointing series, especially because the middle game was so much fun. Like, that middle game, they come back from 3-0, Pittsburgh's furious. Like, if they find a way to at least squeeze a point out of today, uh, it's a totally different series. But I agree, this was a disappointing series. I didn't say Moose played great, I said he played fine. Didn't say great. Ghost's strong today, though. I think Ghost's been good overall. He's had some lapses, as he does, but I think Shane Gossespair has easily been one of their four best defensemen, and honestly, one of their three best defensemen. Something is so wrong with Provy. Sanheim is our best D-man. Yeah, Provorov, I thought he started the year fine. Like, people have been saying for a little bit they haven't liked what they've seen out of Provorov. I thought he was good up until recently. Um, and not, like, yeah, he could have been better. I'll start, like, he wasn't great uh, earlier on, but I thought he was good. Um, but he just seems to, I don't know, guys go into slumps. He could have three points tomorrow, two hits, force four turnovers, block seven shots, and it's like, oh, Proby's good. So, uh, you know, he goes through slumps. Everyone does. But, yeah, he has been uh, he has been one of the bigger disappointments so far this year, I'd say. I'm excited to hear the crowd tomorrow. Hopefully cheers are warranted, but I want to 
hear the booing if it's deserved. Maybe fans yell shoot will remind them to, in fact, shoot. They have been shooting quite a bit more lately. I will give them that. Uh, This team is always going to frustrate us with the overpassing, but they do score a lot of goals making the extra pass. I, I will give them that. It is a pretty sound strategy for them a lot of the time, like on that 2 on 0 today. However, Fuck, man, please shoot the puck. I don't want to hear any booing tomorrow. I hope cheering's warranted. I'm just excited to get a little life back into the stadium. I think definitely Pittsburgh drew on uh, having a little bit having a little bit of crowd noise, having, uh, you know, just a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, just emotion. Just there being emotion in the building, not just on the ice. I think uh, Pittsburgh kind of drew on in this series. And I would like to see the Flyers be able to do the same thing tomorrow, and I think they will. We know we have great fans. If you're going, fucking be loud. Be as loud as you're allowed to be. Please. I'm begging you. Hey, Bill, do you make anything of Gus sitting and Prosser getting in, A.V. losing confidence in Gus? I don't think he has a ton of confidence in Gustafson, and it's a, it's going to be it's a juggling act. Uh, I personally would like to see Gustafson in these games because... Man, the power play needs to be better, and he's pretty good in the power play. It's like one of the things he does well. If you're going to be paying the guy, get him out there on the power play. Uh, but he could be banged up. Anything's possible. They're playing a ton of games. Uh, but AV has shown he's not. He's already not that confident in Eric Gustafson. He sat before. He'll. He very well could sit again tomorrow. You know, <laughs> with or without Phil Myers. So. Uh, I don't read much into it more than I already thought. Like, A.V. sees him as a rotational defenseman. He sees him as a guy who's going to come in and out. Uh, The bottom of this roster, the bottom of the blue line, it's not set in stone. And sometimes Gustafson's going to be the odd man out. I I already thought A.V. didn't have that much confidence in him. I know Konechny scored, but I do think he's still way off uh, off this top game. Yeah, I mean, when when TK's playing his best, he's a top-line scorer, you know, and he's not that right now. He's working his way back into it. Uh, Sooner than later would be nice. Um, We'll see how it goes. I have confidence that Konechny will eventually get back to being the, you know, three-quarters of a point-ish kind of guy that he was, score some more goals like he did today. But no, he's he's not playing his best hockey right now. I think he'd tell you that. It's pretty obvious. At least give two different looks on the power play. Flyers should watch Penguins power play video and take notes. That's something I've always thought. Like, the reason... The reason... Jesus Christ, what is going on upstairs? Uh, the reason the uh, the half-board setup works um, is because you have Claude Giroux. Like, you have that guy who's so good at that one thing. That's why it's worked for so long. Like, if he's not on the ice, and you have different guys with different skill sets, I don't know, maybe we should try something different. Uh, I've always thought they should have more of a down-low setup. Uh, I've thought Nolan Patrick behind the net, kind of controlling things, would be a a way to go. Kevin Hayes could do that as well. But uh, for all of Nolan Patrick's thoughts, I think he'd be a good distributor from down-low on the power play. Uh, But yeah, they need... They absolutely need different looks, and fuck, man, get Eric Gustafson in there. I, I realize his deficiencies on the defensive end, but he is a plus. He is a plus player on the power play, and the power play could use a plus player. That was a 
Peter Piper, Peter Piper pick peppers, and run rocked rhymes. Why don't we kick ass on the penalty kill anymore? You know, last year was such a good year, but it's also the anomaly from what they've been for so long. Uh, the, the the penalty kill was so bad for so long, and then suddenly it was excellent top ten last year. And we It excited us. We just kind of thought that's the way things were. Fuck, man. Maybe they're just not that good. And, like, I don't know. They're not winning defensive zone face-offs the way they were. Um, Niskanen's gone. I don't think... Uh, Provorov's not having as good of a year. I think all, I think there's a lot of factors, but it's hurting them. Especially in these games against teams like Pittsburgh... Teams like Boston, where it is going to be, where we one team's going to outscore. Like it's not going to be a two-one game. That's not how these games are going to play out against those teams uh, in this division. If you can't take advantage of your power plays and can't kill a penalty every now and then, you're going to be on the bad end of these, you know, seven-plus goal games. Kill a fucking penalty, please. Does Ghost get a call from the Department of Player Safety for his check of the game? I thought it was an okay hit, but I can see the argument for punishment. Yeah, um, I wondered about that. Uh, they showed the great check of the game, and I was like, did he just get him in the head? Uh, I don't think, I don't think he'll get suspended, but it was, uh, it was borderline. It's definitely borderline. Um, sometimes you gotta hit a guy, and sometimes his head gets in the way. Shit happens. It's a rough sport. It's not great. Guys shouldn't hit each other in the head, but it's a fast game out there. It's a physical game. Get your head up. Um, that said, yeah, I would, I would not be surprised if there was a fine. That's what I'll say. Are we on the Guinness today? I had a uh, no. I had a uh, a snag and drop um, from Kate May earlier, and I didn't bring it over. It's I started the stream, and I was like, well, shit, I can't walk away from the camera now, so it's behind me. Uh, I love Snag and Drop from Kate May. What else was I drinking? Oh, a Red Hearts from, um, it's a sour from Bonesaw Brewing. It's a it's a local South Jersey brewery in Glassboro over by me. Um, really good. They had a Blue Hearts sour. It was like a blueberry, ras- I don't fucking know. A couple of weeks ago, it was very good. I saw they put out the Red Hearts, got it at the brewery. It was like, ooh, this is tasty, and uh, picked some up at the store the other day. So that's what I'm drinking today, although I left my beer behind me, so I am not drinking with all of you. I hope you are all enjoying a delicious beverage, however. Penalty kill is so spread out. Need to be tighter box. Uh, the box needs to move better is what I'll say. Uh, I think they need to... Like, I like being on top. When it's spread out, sometimes I think it's to be more on top of guys and not give them the time and space. Um, But they need to move as a unit. It can't be one guy moving towards the puck carrier and everyone else staying back. I think they need to do a better job of moving as a unit and also just communicating and, you know, recognizing when they do move, someone could be slipping in behind them. That's... Like, coaching cliches for days. Move as a team. Keep your head on a swivel. I think all those things apply here. As dumb and as easy as it sounds. As much as you heard this shit. Like, if you played mites. Like, you heard this shit. It's true. You still need to do it in the pros. And uh, it's one of... it's. They're all issues for this penalty kill right now. Having a good Canadian beer for Bill. Ah, keep up the, uh, keep up the good work. I hope everyone's enjoying a nice beverage today. Voracek, TOI, 12-24, interesting. Yeah, he was, uh, I had to listen on the radio for like 10 minutes today, and he was playing on the fourth line, um, 
that raffle TO every I mean guys are going to earn their time. I like the way typically AV does it. Today I would have maybe leaned on my top guys a little more. Jake Voracek, man. Jake Voracek in his career fucking destroys the Penguins and now this is 5 games he hasn't scored. Um it's crazy to me. Uh like his his goals per game average against the Penguins as a flyer is like six-tenths of a goal per game, and his goals per game average just overall in his career is like a quarter of a goal. Like, it's more than double his career average. Uh, He just always scores against the Penguins, and he is not this year, and it's been very surprising. Bill, thoughts on the Wilson hit? Looks like Flyers won't see him tomorrow. I think I'm thinking of the wrong hit. I have to, let me, I'm going to do this right here because I have another hit in my head that I think is wrong. Uh, Tom Wilson... latest come on just show me a goddamn video come on oh yeah okay Ah. where is this fucking hit here oh right right I was thinking of the right one yeah I don't think it's the worst hit in the world. Like, if he gets suspended for it, that's fine. I got no problem with it, especially with the Flyers playing uh, Washington tomorrow. I'll take that missing Tom Wilson. He's a good player. I love Tom Wilson personally. Um, I wish the Flyers had a Tom Wilson. I really do. Uh, He crosses the line every now and then. I don't like playing against him, tell you that. If, If When he levels a Flyer, I'm like, that cheap motherfucker... (laughs) <laughs> but goddamn, I would love a dude who can score 20 goals and drop anybody. Like, I would, I, fuck. I would love Tom Wilson on this team. Uh, but yeah, that's, he got the guy in the head. That'll probably be a game. Hi, I'm new. Well, welcome, Wardjack156. Glad to have you. <laughs> Go get the beer. No shame for the step away. Get the beer for sure. I, uh, I really appreciate all you. I, I can't. I, seems it seems unprofessional and we're not going to go too much longer we're already at 32 minutes i got my family upstairs we're going to wrap this up pretty soon you have to collapse in front of the net against the penguins and i do think they do present um they do present like a specific problem because of the way they move the puck and because of the way they're able to slip guys in uh, on the move into the slot and into the front of the net i do think there is something to uh playing a lot tighter against the penguins specifically uh, I agree. Uh, Jake works hard, and he's one of the best outlet passes in the league. I would like to see him drive the net more often. Me too. I thought as he lost, uh, as he, because he at one point, and I mean this is like going back to 2014, he was like the Flyers' only fast skater. Uh, he still can skate, but he's not like quick anymore. He's not flying around out there like he used to. I thought he'd develop into not a power forward, but he's like a big guy. Jake's not small. I thought he would start using his size a little better, uh, like to win the battle down low and cut in front of the net, drive the net a little more. And he has not begun to do that as much as I thought he would at this stage of his career. Uh, There's a lot more Jake could do. The frustrating thing about Jake is you know how good he is. Like, that's what... I like Jake, and I defend him a lot. But why? when I get frustrated with him, it's because I know he's really good. And it just doesn't seem like... I'm not saying he doesn't try. Like, I think he works hard. 
he just doesn't seem to maximize his skill. Like, he could be so much better. And I don't think it's a work ethic thing. I think it's just a style of play that he is accustomed to that if he were to switch it up a little bit, uh, he could be a lot better. That said, like, it ain't like he still doesn't put up the points. Um, A lot more to the game than points, I know. I say it all the time. But you can get rid of Jake Voracek. That's fine. It's going to be tough to get a guy better than him. Like, that's that's all I'm like. There's a list of there. There's a list of right wingers that are better than Jake Voracek in the NHL. Sure, getting a hold of any of them, pretty difficult. It is so um, to all the people who like just want to get rid of Jake, want to give him up in the in the expansion draft. I understand he can be frustrating, and with that contract, um, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to free up you know the eight point two or whatever million dollars. If you go out and target someone who's as good or better than him and spend it, sure, awesome. Just saying, it's hard to do. Hard to find someone better than Jake Voracek. Do we see Samuel Moran tomorrow now that Wilson is out of the lineup? Man, I sure hope not. I think Moran's back down in the minors, isn't he? I don't even think he's on the taxi squad. So, um, I... Like, Samuel... Literally anybody is better than Samuel. Samuel Moran is not an NHL forward. He might not be an NHL player at all, but he's definitely not an NHL forward and definitely not yet. Like, maybe he will be, like, next year, get a full year in the minors doing it, but that dude is not a fucking forward. Like, he does nothing. He brings nothing to the table. And I think he's a good kid who's working hard, just doing what the coaches are telling him, but... He's not that good. He's not that good at his natural position. So, like, moving him to forward, I didn't think it would be this difficult, but I I just don't see it with Samuel Moran. Bring up literally anyone else. Like, bring up Zade Wisdom, please. Wilson was offered a f- in-person hearing. Oh, so, yeah, that usually does mean a, uh, a longer suspension than that. Yeah, all right. I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. Uh, it's a moving target, but he does hit him in the head, and it is Tom Wilson. So, like, yeah, I can see it. Would you trade Voracek and Zamula for Phil Kessel? No, I don't think so. I don't think I would. Bill, you doing these podcasts make us a loss feel a lot better and a win feel even more better. Uh, listen, that's why I do it. I This is this is free therapy for me. I, you know, I, <laughs> I need someone to talk to, too, especially in these... Uh, what do we want to call them? Trying times, unprecedented times, um, you know, <laughs> whatever fucking stupid label you would have put on this goddamn fucking never-ending pandemic. Uh, we, yeah, we all, uh, this is why I do it. I love talking to, to the fans, and honestly, I need someone to talk to sometimes because I don't, I don't like letting sports affect my mood as much as it sometimes does so when I can come in here and just talk it all out with you for like 40 minutes it makes my brain feel better about things Moran is playing D in the AHL and looked way more comfortable yeah um good (laughs) he should be and honestly I wouldn't even mind at this point if Nate Prosser is gonna play like and he's fine he's just another bottom of the barrel you know third pair defenseman whatever um I wouldn't mind giving Samuel Moran another shot on the blue line given this team's deficiencies. Chances are he's not any better than anyone we have, but you never know. He could surprise you. He could step up in the moment. I, what's it going to hurt you? Like, to sit Haig or Braun or Gus or whoever for a day? Like, 
<laughs> What's it going to kill you? I wouldn't mind Moran on D for a game just to see how it went. A couple of games here and there. That wouldn't bother me at all. Is it time to talk about Patrick? He's been underwhelming at best, and he absolutely pulled a Marshan on the last Pens goal. Yeah, I think Patrick's been a lot better overall lately, but it's a slow process. I don't know what the hell he's ever going to be. We'll see. I don't know. Let's let's end on something positive, though. I, I don't know. I don't even know, like, when you say, is it time to talk about Patrick? We talk about Patrick all the time. Um, I just don't know what's left to say about him. Like, maybe he turns into something. Maybe he doesn't. I, it's, I don't see how it helps for him to be anywhere than on the NHL roster playing. I think it's the only way he's going to develop into anything, whether it's a third-line center, third-line winger, fourth-line, I don't fucking know, a power play specialist maybe, guy who can win you a draw on the penalty kill. I I just don't see how him being out of the lineup for, like, who they replacing him with. It's not like they have this glut of forwards. Uh, you know, they're already stretched pretty thin given given what they've gone through with COVID and, and injuries and stuff, so... I I just, what do you do with Patrick other than play him and hope he figu- figures it out? That's it. That's all you can really do. I don't know. Will the Flyers protect him or not? It's a good question. Um, it depends. Shit. Maybe not, you know? Do you just, would they even take him? Like, he's been not good. What's the point of wasting a protection slot on him when you could, like, re-sign Scott Lawton and protect Scott Lawton, who is a good hockey player? Uh, maybe they won't. Wouldn't shock me. I, I know, like, he's he's the second overall pick. You just ho- you hold on to him and hope it works out. But, fuck, it might not. It might not be the worst thing to expose him. See what happens. Bunny is the next Raffle. I, I don't see that. Raffle was further along but raffle was a little older maybe i don't i think raffle like i think raffle's like really good i think raffle's like the perfect fourth liner i think bunneman's decent decent enough you know the positive is this is still a great hockey team i can't wait for tomorrow's game that's what i like to hear a little bit of positivity to wrap this thing up and that's where we're gonna leave you uh thank you all so much for uh thank you all so much for listening thank you for hanging out if you haven't already Hit that subscribe button. Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts, and boom, content delivered to you daily. I mean, I'm on all these post games. We have the so many freaking shows. God knows how much content we put out each week. You'll enjoy it. It's all the Flyers content you'll ever need. Broad Street Hockey, click subscribe, and then, hey, while you're there, maybe write us a five-star review. It'd be appreciated. I'd appreciate it personally. That's it. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. I'll be back. I think I'm going to get someone to cover for tomorrow's game, but if I can't, I'll be back. Uh, Until then, have a great week, everybody.